really grow as characters after that because they didn't really know how they didn't want to make it too different to what the show was mm. but in Brotherhood because the author had a start to finish story that she wanted to tell mm. you see both of them grow from being like 13 to 16 and how that affects their decision making but how they in essence still the same people mm. and it's just really interesting yeah mm. but yeah highly recommend like either of those series for sure Speaking of no, highly recommended series. series. Yeah, that's a good one. This one. Speaking of highly recommended series, I knew there was a segue in there somewhere. I just needed Tim to help me out with it. Why don't we get to this highly recommended series of Reflex Save? Oh. All right. What was that? What was that, uh, what was that uh, thing that recommended us? Like Great Australian Podcast. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, but it was great. Hey, we're a Great Australian Podcast. That's yeah. why we were there. That's nice. Some guy from Ukraine liked that post. There you go. Hey, we got, we got fans all over the world. Yeah. We've got global, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Except in France. No. <laughs> Just blacklisted after the last <laughs> well, yeah. episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. them all. The one that went out, yes, last week, but yeah. we're a little bit behind. Yeah. Um, so, do you, so let's throw it to you guys. What do you guys remember that happened last week on Reflex Save? We bought it under Jook. We did, um, and we submerged. We found <laughs> out that uh, our, our uh, random act of violence against whalers actually paid off. Mm. Angerjuk seemed to approve of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. He let us on in his bubble. And Andy also allowed his spectre friend to come on board, too. Mm-hmm. Much to the yep. <laughs> dismay of everyone else. <laughs> I feel like... Nobody actually said no, but we were all thinking <laughs> it. Just four, just like three people. Like, no, no. Word no, just no. doesn't read the room at any point in time. <laughs> hey, you guys don't mind if I bring my Spectre on board and we were all like just sitting there shaking our heads. Like, cool, thanks, guys. Oh, you said no. Great. <laughs> well, the key piece of detail you did miss out on that transition that you went straight into the boat is that during the underwater um, expedition, you could say, uh, Angajuk took you to the wrecking place of a naval battle and uh, Horatio in a fairly inspired moment decided that hey why don't we just see if we can detect any treasure out here um, using a detection spell that he has access to was able to find that there is some treasure somewhere nearby you honed in on its signal and found a ship lying on the bottom of the ocean from there, you decided to alight from Ungerjuk. Not before uh, Sveta was able to cast, uh, was it? Un- water breathing. Water breathing? Yeah. On basically everyone. And you left the bubble to go down to the deck of the ship. While on the deck of the ship, you heard some disconcerting scuttling and decided that, you know what the situation calls for? Daylight. And cast daylight under the decks, causing things to really start heating up and before you could jump down the hole in the open deck above that's where we ended so question I have for you what do you guys want to do peer down any signs of movement anything is Horatio like getting down on his hands and knees and like peering Mm. his head under so if we're we're looking at the map now for those Mm. listening on at home we're all on the southern edge of the hole so can I just look down where I, where we are and just look towards the right? Uh, sorry, the northern part. What I can see from where where we yeah. are. Okay. The southern edge. 
So you take a step forward towards the hole and look look down towards the northern side of the ship or the fore of the ship. Yeah, being wary to watch where I place my feet too because this these boards look a bit rickety. Looks like some pretty hectic scratch marks across the deck as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And remember, you are underwater. So whilst it could be rickety, ah, you shake. are sort of floating. Touche. Disregard. <laughs> no, no, that's still... I mean, you don't know how long this has been here. You don't know what's solid. You peer down and to the north, what you can see is... There is a the bottom of the, the like the deck below. You can see it seems to be intact. There is a door to the north of where you are. You can just see in the daylight that you've got underneath there. But you don't see anything to the north of you except for some maybe the remains of under the deck rigging or junk. Maybe a tarp. Maybe some broken planks. You're not sure. Uh, guys, I'm going to wheel around to the northern edge and see if we can see anything uh, from the other side. I will follow right behind you. Okay. Move yourselves way around please. to the other edge. I'll stay where I am um, with the spectre that has unfortunately come with us. <laughs> Spencer the spectre. Yeah. Oh, Spe- he has a name now. Spencer. There you go. Okay, so and I'm just to be very clear here, um, Andy is playing the part of the spectre. Now, last week, uh, it was drawn to my attention that the Spectre cannot speak. However, (laughs) Aussie slang is not typically considered a language, so all this Spectre can speak in is Aussie slang. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, you do with that what you will. (laughs) Just try and make it sound ghostly. (laughs) Okay. So... Horatio's moved around to the foreside of the hole in the deck, and you're now looking down into the aft of the ship. What I'm going to do, for the benefit of all the players here, is I'm going to reveal... You guys can see everyone's token, right? Yes. Yep. I'm going to put a duplicate across to make this a little bit easier. Drop dupe. <laughs> if that's okay. That's so I'm going to fine. duplicate Horatio... But this doesn't mean Horatio's down here. Yep. Unless we push him. Whoa. Jesus, duplicate the... Whoa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa. I can see everything. Okay. So, looking down into the aft of the hull, you see a huge chitinous creature with thorny protrusions on its upper shell and its red, stuttily legs... Uh, moving back and forth, back and forth. It's facing away from you, and its giant claws appear to be pounding a door in the um, aft of the ship. It does not appear to see you. Does it look like it's trying to get away? Like, is it frantic, or what's it, what's it, its behavior like? Roll a insight check. Roll right. crab vibe. Roll, roll for crab vibe. Crab vibe. Do you um, have any professional no. crab? Crabber? I have no proficiency in crab. I got uh, three on the die, so eight. I mean, it looks like it's pretty frantic. That's it's just crab. smashing at that door. It's crab. Yeah, that's crab. Uh, Canadian, what's your take? Have you seen a creature like this before? Uh, I mean, I've seen small crabs, but, <laughs> like, I've seen a creature that's like this, but, you know, smaller. Okay. I'll, um... 
look up at um, Sveta and the Spectre and just sort of beckon them over. Come and have a look. Sort of like gesturing eyes down, if that makes sense. (laughs) Sveta understands and she'll swim across to the, not over the hole, Mm -hmm. um, around it to where the other two are. Place yourself on your map. I don't, yeah, I can do that. Thank you. Um, I don't care if the ghost follows me. (laughs) (laughs) And doing that, I realise as soon as I've done doing the gestures, I realise that I actually can communicate via radio. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) gestures will suffice. (laughs) She like walks up to you and just like, what's up? (laughs) Get some flags out. (laughs) It's just all in his mind's eyes, like flags. I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll look down at the creature. Can I roll a nature check? You sure can roll a nature check. There's a big ass cray. How many tiny dice do you have? <laughs> so many. Two sets. <laughs> a fleet of them. <laughs> a tiny fleet. Uh, nature is zero, so 15. All you know is it is a crab, but bigger. Is it ergotius? No. Okay. <laughs> it uh, looks like a classic crab, but... The size and proportions are way off. Is it a beast? I mean, maybe. <laughs> it looks bestial. If I will myself to transform into it, will I be successful? Uh, <laughs> depends on what CR you can turn into. I, at this stage, I would say no. Oh, no. Um, I'll look to the other two and I'll just shrug. Uh, where... where... Am I getting a ping still on the treasure chest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it, mm, that door? Where is it? That door? That he's trying to get to? Yeah, right behind that feels like it's coming from that direction. I'm so relay this to the group via radio. Oh, of course. Dracula crab is a crab? Why would it be trying to get into the treasure? Uh, are you sure it's trying to get to the treasure and not just trying to get away from the ball of light you created? Oh, yes. Maybe. Perhaps it's a treasure eating crab. We can't let it eat this. It might have something valuable in it. Should we just kill it? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see how else we can deal with it. I wonder... I have the command spell. I wonder if I can use that on the crab. I'll have to try. Yeah. I mean, you could you have to fight it. It probably tastes good. Does it have to be humanoid for command? I don't know. I'm just double-checking. Um, Share a language. You speak a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. Uh, it doesn't have a... It has no effect if the cre- if the target is undead or if it doesn't understand your language or your command is directly harmful to it. Uh, I guess, like, it would need to speak common. Or you could speak with animals. Oh my god, it's so true. But what if it's not an animal, it's just a monstrosity? <laughs> then it might understand you anyway. How do they handle that, like, speak to animals command? Because is that like a single quote-unquote crab word? Crab word. (laughs) I would say there's a couple of things here working against you. Yeah. One is that command has got a verbal component, yes? Command... I think it's only got a verbal component. Yes. So talk underwater. The tricky thing is that using telekinesis and speak with animals... Maybe just using speak with animals, I'd let it slide. But command, remember with D&D, like when you're talking about spells, the verbal component is very important. Mm. And so if the spell requires them to hear you, it's not just them understanding you psychically, it's also them hearing the spell. 
Also, remember guys, if you've got spells with verbal components, you're in a bit of trouble here. Bit of a bind. Dude, all my spells require verbal components. Just about all A lot though. of spells require verbal components. What if I oh, transform boy. into a sexy crab and just like lure it away? Sexy crab? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, snip snip. <laughs> Are you confident you can perform the crab's mating dance? No, but I will shimmy my back flippers <laughs> away. <laughs> no. I'm useless here for spells. Me too. I just finished going through mine. I, every single one of mine has oh, verbal. Like, I, everyone. I can cast Ice Knife, because that does require a verbal component. I can just beat the shit out of it with a mace. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be a little heavy in the water. Can we restrain it somehow? Net wouldn't. Oh, I suppose web wouldn't work underwater. Maybe. The web is magic. I don't know. I've never done underwater combat before. Yeah, it's interesting. Do we have the web? Doesn't Carnelian have the. Yeah, yeah I got the wand. Yeah. Does it get charges back? Like, is it worth just trying to shoot a web at it and see what happens? It sure does get charges back. Might be an easy way to, to get by. Because we're, we're after the treasure, really. We're not here to murder crabs. I mean, I could, like, make a make an illusion. Sexy crab illusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a thought. It's going into that room over there, right? Why don't we just go to that side of the ship on the level that we're on and just punch a hole through it? And then we get the treasure, and then we just bypass the crab. I love it. Yeah, that sounds. that actually sounds really smart. Unless there's another crab in that other room. <laughs> Maybe it's trying to get to the other crab. It's the sexy female crab. Oh, no. What about I could also move the light to try and push it away from the door so that it's got a dark section on the other side that it might run to? Yeah, like an anti-moth. Yeah, kind of. I mean, a um, DM. The mm. um, Where it's running to towards the door, is that a bit darker? Where did you up? place your light? Right, right in the hole. Pretty much in the middle of the hole. I mean, I that's see. where it would be dimming off from okay. the spell. So it might just be trying to escape the light, as you said before. Um, so maybe I could just maneuver the light so it has a dark spot to run to. It might just come away from the door. That might help as well. Worth trying to see what happens. Yeah. Hut hut. Go. <laughs> start swimming back <laughs> over here. I'm here now. I'm over there now. Before you enact this plan, can we just double check that the sunlight spell can A be moved and B, does it have to be somewhere you can see within range? Alright, first of all, can A it be moved? Let's see. Turns from an object and moves with it. No. Because I just put it in a space. Mm-hmm. A point in space. So I can't actually maneuver it. Mm. I could cast it again though. Yeah, I was just making sure. Yeah, no, thank you. Um and I think it does have to be a space you can see within range. Yes, so... You, you back go, go. Do you still have the light cantrip? I do. Might um, be a cheaper way of doing it. Yeah, and maybe put it on the door. The doorknob or something? I don't know. Do you have to touch it, though? For light, yes. Dancing oh lights is the one you can move around freely. Uh, not bad. Biggest but difference between dancing lights, though, and light is that you don't need to concentrate on light. Yeah, uh... Daylight is not concentrated. Was that a verbal spell as well? Yes. 
Alright, we're gonna let Fuck. we're gonna let <laughs> he cast it on the boat. <laughs> we're gonna let it slide for now, but I will enforce that underwater you can't use verbal component spells. I've got to work around. Unless you can speak underwater somehow. Okay. If you like, I'm gonna retrieve a piece of debris from the ship, mm-hmm. take it back to the bubble, okay. cast daylight on it, okay. and then drop it carefully on the southern side of the hull so it's as close to the door as possible. Why don't you like kick it down the stairs? Because that seems to like lead down into the hull itself. Now we're trying to get it away from the door. Yeah, so we want the light to be near the door. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I meant. Isn't the door on the southern side? Or is it on the north? There's a door on the north and on the south, but where the giant cr- enemy crab is, is on the southern side. Yeah, so I was going to go around the southern edge and just drop it down there, as close as I could to the door. Oh, down those stairs? Uh, well, the, maybe depending where the stairs lead. Uh, we can see the stairs on the lower map. Yeah, so I will reveal oh, that right. the stairs that are in oh, on top see. deck do lead down there. That's okay, correct. well then, yes, I'll probably toss it down the stairs, okay. try and get right underneath the crab. Okay. So what I will allow, then, is, yeah, there is definitely debris on the ship that you could use for this. You will need to go back, obviously, and, uh, and cast it in the... Yeah, I'll broadcast what I'm doing to everyone, too. Literally everyone in the bubble will be blinded temporarily. <laughs> Close your eyes or you mm. might not be able to see again. <laughs> oh, God! And... Now, I did just double-check Daylight Spell. You can cast on an object, which I didn't know before. I was not really sure about that one. And that does make Daylight movable wherever the object can be moved to. So, you car- you swim back to the bubble. Hey, Horatio. Hey. Um, what are you doing? Uh, close your eyes. I'm going to illuminate this uh, piece of timber severely. Cool. Like, blindingly bright. So, I mean it. You... You may be blinded if you don't shut your eyes or look away. All right, he covers his eyes. Valene puts her hood down. Okay, I'd probably shut those eyes under there too, Valene, if I were you. This thing's pretty bright. Oh, I have an idea of what you're thinking of. All right, great. And um, then I will cast daylight on the wood, also shielding my own eyes as I cast it. Tony <laughs> Lane just, like, tilts hat forward. <laughs> <laughs> At a jaunty angle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now... Um, it would be quite a scene if we were seeing this underwater. Just all of a sudden, this whale that's sort of floating above the shipwreck, which has a clear bubble in it with a few different figures, lights up as if it was a like a light bulb. And it would. <laughs> and yeah, it the would. Light would move differently, yeah. And like just the vague shadows of people moving in there. A whale as... with a giant light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> the whale just had an idea. And Horatio, you're then able to move it out. I'm not going to say mechanically it blinds you because that's not what the spell does, but oh, I like that idea. You then move back to the boat towards the aft stairs that lead down to the hull. And you... Do my best to... Well, if I get to the top of the stairs, because obviously by casting it on the timber, uh, the other one I would go out. Right? Or can yeah, I, uh, yeah the concentration spells, so one would it have is? to go out. Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, if hang that's, on. I'm not sure if it is. You are correct. It is not a concentration spell, so another <laughs> one would stay. Just light Jeez. this place up. Mm. Um, at the same time, I'm going to put out the one that's already down here, mm. put it out, and then toss my one down the stairs to try and get it as close to the door as possible. Okay. You throw the shard of daylight towards this crab and it sails over the top of its carapace and settles right down in front of it. You can see this giant crab is still pounding, pounding at the door. Roll a perception check. 
Okay. And this is with the other one that's gone out as well, right? Yes. Okay. I have not been rolling well for some weeks. That's another three on the die. Oh, no. Uh, six. The ferocity of the attacks do not seem to have been abated by the movement of the light. Although you can see now that the giant crab appears to be more agitated and is moving back and forth more frantically. So it's like, think of it as like, you know how crabs do that sidestep? It's like sidestepping in front of the door and like bashing <laughs> it in. How's the door holding up? It does not look good. Uh, it looks like it's sustained several blows. Uh, and the old wood that is like pretty well made for a ship is starting to give way. Okay. Um, guys, the daylight didn't work. It's actually just made it even more agitated. Now it's bashing on the door even harder. I, I think we may have to go to plan W. I had a second idea. Oh, yes? I have my pack full of meat with me. If I put that <laughs> down there, lure him across with a noise, um, and maybe he might scuttle away from the door and eat some meat instead. I'm yeah. sure that's tastier than wood. Worth a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, I can't make the noise because thaumaturgy requires a vocal component. <laughs> um, but I want to open up my pack okay. and grab like the rest of the goat's legs and meats <laughs> that are in say. there. The rest of the Aged lamb. Couple, couple weeks old by this point. Salted. <laughs> the nice thing is that if you know anything about crabs uh, in general, they don't mind rotted old meat. Apparently sure. neither does Svetov because she was keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'll go around to the opposite side of where Horatio is, next to where Carnelian is, yep. and just carefully dump the top part where all my meat is, mm-hmm. like over the, over into the hole, and okay. just watch it fall down. Okay. I was hoping to make a noise, but I can't. Hey, Sveta. Sorry, just really quickly. I just want to say, if you're about to drop that meat, do you want <laughs> me to make a... Yeah. If you you want me to make a, a go for the door... If yes. He, if he comes over? If he heads that way, yes. All right, I'll be ready. All right, um, I'll dump it, and if I can... Surely the scent of the meat in the water would be able to... Like, the crab would notice. Ooh, it'd be, be pretty rotten meat. Enticing. I will have... I'll cast the mage hand, because it doesn't mm-hmm. say it requires a component with what I have as my feet. Yep. And no, I'll that's s- correct. I'll start, like, making, uh, like, back and forth <laughs> waving motions, so, like, the waft... <laughs> the waft fanning, the meat smell. And just waft it, just to have it, like, continuously waft the, um, the rotted meat smell over, right. over to mage the crab. Mate. You know waft what? the meat water. I like... I, I kind of like that. So... Uh, to do this, yep. I'm going to get you to roll with your mage hand a sleight of hand check. It's pretty good at it, because it's the only skill it should know. Because it's a hand. Sleight of hand? Nice. Don't roll sleight of foot, roll sleight of hand. 19. 19, that is good. Mm. Okay. What happens is, Horatia, you're above the uh, like where the steps are, I assume, and you're looking mm-hmm. down, and you can see... The crab is bashing on this door. Bam, bam, bam. That underwater thud sound that you hear, you know, when something really heavy and really big connects. And then it sort of starts to slow. And you hear this little scuttle like. As you see the bulk of the crab turn around, and it sort of looks like it's doing this little. <laughs> in the air, like as if it had a nose and go <laughs> and then it moves northward at a alarming pace over to where the meat is 
and you can see what it does is it grabs the whole thing of meat and then curls itself up in this corner over here. And you know how when crabs have like food, it's just like nom 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 yes. its claws. <laughs> yeah. It's like little bits and pieces and rips it off and it puts it in his mouth and it's going. <laughs> yeah, I can picture that. Audience, this is a I know this is well. a podcast. <laughs> I don't have a camera for pick, you, pick, but pick, pick, blah, 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 blah. that's pretty much yeah, that's all you need. I'm down those stairs as soon as he goes and starts pick pick people like Okay. You, um Chameleon is gonna have like a spell ready because mm-hmm. if all else failed, I can cast hypnotic pattern without uh, without a verbal component. Yep. So yep. if if, a, if the crab appears to be hostile and makes back towards the door where Horatio is, mm. hypnotic pattern. Okay. So you're gonna stay uh, above deck to the uh, the fore of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Horatio's gone below decks to the aft. Sveta, yeah. what are you doing? Um, I am preparing to become a walrus. Okay. Uh, are you saying, uh, are you saying with Carnelian? I am, yeah. So if it does uh, head anywhere towards the door, I want to become a walrus and like just bodily like land on the crab. Right, so you're going to do body slam. <laughs> yep. Defense uh, mechanism, become a walrus. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a pretty good defense mechanism. It is. <laughs> and Andy... Uh, what does the spectre do? Now, I will remind you, the spectre is a ghost and therefore not bound by stupid things such as air. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, his instructions, his instructions um, from Woden were just protect the others. Okay. So he's just gonna, he's just, he literally hasn't moved since you guys have been running around the place. He's just standing on the deck, like, watching everybody go back and forwards and, like, doing all these shenanigans. So is he staying where he is there on the sh- on the ship? Presumably? Yeah. And does he say anything about the whole thing? No, he's just looking. Offering yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. coldies to everyone. Oh, I have a question for Can- Carnelian. Um, are we aware of what you have as, as a backup? Like, oh, we, um, you said this. Carnelian will relay. I've got a spell for this, just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did he? We'll probably be a bit vague on what spell. That's fine. That's fine, I trust you. <laughs> For the sake of cleanliness of the map, I've just moved uh, Horatio back onto the whale, but the Horatio copy that's downstairs now becomes Horatio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are in front of this door. Mm. It looks heavily, heavily damaged um, and bowed, but it still looks like it has still stayed intact, if barely. Roll a... Well, what do you want to do, actually? I don't want to tell you what to roll. Uh, roll open door. <laughs> well, yeah, first question there. That's a good point, actually. First question, is it locked? You don't know if it's locked so much as the... Whatever lock or locking mechanism that may have been here looks like it's been smashed to smithereens. The door only looks to be holding on because the way it was being beaten down seems to have almost caused it to be a uh, makeshift barricade. Okay, so the door knob doesn't do anything at this point. No. You actually look to pull the doorknob and it just comes off. Make a perception check when you pull the doorknob off of the door. Okay. 17. 17. What you notice when the doorknob comes free is it's followed by a bunch of air bubbles. And now that you're looking at the rest of the door... There's a lot of actual air bubbles leaking from various parts, either on the door or on the wall that's been bashed in. Looks like, at least in there, 
it wasn't seawater before the crab started its attack. So from this, could Horatio imply that perhaps this room was sealed and it had air in it? That would be a good um, deduction, yeah. I'll relay that to the party that this room was sealed. Is it? Can I see inside the room at all? You can't. What about if could I just quickly pick up the light log and push it through a hole in the door just to try and see what's in there? You take the the radiant shard and try and shove it into a a hole that's big enough maybe for it to go through. Roll a investigation check. Okay. That's a net one, baby. You, it's like putting a square, like a square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't seem to be anywhere that's big enough for the shard to fit. Right. Okay. Um. If air's still leaking out, does that mean the door is largely still intact? Looks. I'd assume that if there was a decent enough hole, air would be long gone. Mm. You could imply that the door is held up surprisingly well if there's still air bubbles coming out of it. How long that will last for, you can't tell. Are the air bubbles coming from below, or does it look like they were based in this room? Looks like it's just coming out of where the door and the the wall area was, so potentially in that room. I mean, if you're paying special attention, maybe the very bottom part isn't filling up with any water, um, because it's like not having any bubbles, so that lower section may be about a foot. Doesn't appear to be generating bubbles. Sounds like what we need is some sort of being that has incorporeal movement or something to get through this door. <laughs> Whoa, is that you? <laughs> Could is I, he within 30 feet? Can I connect to the network that is the spectre? Like, can I use... <laughs> the network that is. Alright, let, let's, let's uh, figure out some spectre rules. Can you give me some rules on spectre? What is the actual creature stat block, please? Spectre. <laughs> okay. Inspector Rex. <laughs> And uh, your uh, Helm of Telepathy. Yeah. Can I get some specifics on that, please? Sure. Languages. Understands all languages that you in life but can't speak. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a call here. Uh, before we do, I was going to actually attempt to open the door. Okay. My reasoning was I just wanted to see if there'd be any implications for me opening it fully, but having failed to try and glean anything from that. I'm just going to have a crack at the door. So I actually have a war pick in my inventory. Okay. I'd like to use that to try and leave the door open. Okay. Um, it's effectively a crowbar, I think. That's a bad yeah. Oh, much. I would give advantage like a crowbar to your strength check. Right. Advantage like a crow. It's my favorite country western album. <laughs> cool. Prime bar. Open that door. Strength with advantage, because I got a crow. <laughs> I'm not sure myself. Oh, yeah, not good on strength, but hey, you win some, you lose some. That is kind of this party. Uh, 16 minus 1's 15. You shove the pick into an area that looks like you might be able to lever it open, and you try and you feel the muscle, your muscles strain against the hulk of the wood. The sinewy pipe cleaners is... Strain Strain <laughs> But you're just not strong enough to budge that door. No, oh, my physician's strength isn't sufficient. These learned hands. These learned hands <laughs> weren't made for flying. <laughs> they, were made for, they were made for the dexterous work of saving lives. Not for this brute force. 
Exactly. Struggling? Yes, I am, actually. Do I could use a little assistance, please, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for effect. Thank you. I'll come over and help you. Uh, Carnelian will stay where he is and watch the, the crab. Right, so Carnelian is on crab watch. <laughs> Spe- crab watch. Spectre is on party watch, and Sveta heads over and down the stairs? And down the stairs. Okay. Crab watch. Eye on crab. Sveta. Can I try and crowbar it open? That was the intention, right? You're prying the door open? Yes, Sveta, that was the intention. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried the doorknob and just seen if you could open it? Yes, tried that. Okay. It actually came off, didn't it? The doorknob actually came off, yeah. (laughs) There's bubbles coming from the doorknob. Yeah. I I tried to have a look inside, but there's all these bubbles coming out. Hmm. Why? I wasn't able to work it out due to terrible rolls. (laughs) You want me to take a look first? Yes, absolutely, please. Can I look through the same hole? All right. Uh, roll me a perception check. And mm, actually, before you roll the perception check, you're going to try and fit the piece of the puzzle that is the shining shard. Uh, roll an investigation check first. All right. Four. Okay. Then roll your perception check with disadvantage. I told you it doesn't fit. <laughs> I tried. I shouldn't have doubted you. I'm sorry. Come on. Oh, that's rough. I rolled a 19 and a 1. Oh, no. You min-maxes. Just all these bubbles pouring out of all the holes makes it so difficult to see, you know? Oh, what the mystery. I know, it's so bubbly. (laughs) Like a champagne. Um, alright, let's just pry this door open and find out what's inside. Alright. Roll the pry. Okay. Just before you do, anyone want to do anything else? No. No? Alright, roll the pry. With advantage? Uh, yes. Because you've got a effectively a pry bar. What is this? A st- uh, strength. I don't mean to pry. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Double 14s, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, whilst Horatio's pipe cleaner arms couldn't get the job done, <laughs> even your... No, it's a zero. It's better than yeah, everyone it's else's. It's better than zero. What if I change? Have you're familiar with axe beaks? Am, the am birds? I, what? An axe beak. Am I? Am I familiar with axe beaks? Would you? I feel me to that like they're the. Brain? I feel that they're the ostriches of Feyron. They okay. just like hang out. Can I check my brain? Uh, sure. Roll a nature check. Question mark as he looks up Axby. <laughs> it was uh, in the D and D movie. Am 13. I within communication range? Like, you're always within. Range. It's thirty feet, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm gonna say that once she goes below the deck, she'll not. Okay. Crackles. Right. I'm sorry. Thirteen on that animal. Uh, on oh, nature, sorry. So, plus, uh, thirteen still. You've heard of the tall, flightless bird that is the Axby with a wedge-shaped beak. Yeah, I've heard of the axe beak. It's got a wedge-shaped beak. This is true, like an axe. Yeah, crazy name. So inspiring. Um, I could just transform into one of those and like smash the door down with my beak. Can axe beaks breathe underwater? No, or but I can. Oh, okay. Um, so it can. Yeah. So I could probably do that, and then that'll probably get us through the door. It, they're a lot stronger than me. Yeah. All right, I should have done that first. No, no, with shot. I've become Fireman. Fireman X-Beak. 
fireman? Axe Big Sam? Axe Big Sam. So you transform underwater yep. into a tasty giant chicken for the crab. Interesting. Oh, okay. So you are at Axe Beak. Yay. You stand in front of a wooden door. How big is Axe Beak? Large. Is did, you, did you choose an Axe Beak because it's like an axe to cut through the wooden door? You're right on the money, Zimmer. Nice. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I believe in you, Axe Beak. <laughs> Shouldn't make a noise underwater. Um, gonna roll to axe beak. Axe beak. Okay, roll, roll to axe beak. So I'm gonna use this beak melee attack, which is a plus four to hit. Okay, so I'm just gonna let you know that the door's not necessarily going to dodge in this particular instance. No, but it's got an AC, right? No, it's. I think it's got HP. Okay. I'm gonna put here. So roll damage. Dice are so tiny. <laughs> D8. Uh, that is um, seven slashing damage. Fourteen slashing damage as the axe beak sinks into the uh, the door. It seems that more bubbles are now flowing freely from this door, and it looks like it's about to come apart. One more time. One more time. Well, Get ready to back away, Sverdo. Just be aware. Even better. Nine slashing. Okay. Eighteen damage to the door. And finally, your head bursts through the door face first as a giant cloud of bubbles erupts and fills behind you. And all Horatio can see is your head just stuck into the door. I yank it out. (laughs) I grab it by the bum and the legs and yank the whole bird out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank <laughs> the whole bird out. Put that on the t- get that shirt. head out. Thank <laughs> that bird out. Before you can yank that bird out <laughs> of the door, Sveta, you're looking around and with light shining in from behind you, thanks to the shard, the glorious shard of the daylight, you see four figures in this room. What? Very hastily putting some sort of helmet on as the rest of the salt water rushes in on them. These small figures are like... You just hear the explanation, Oh, shit! And they all appear to be connected, like all these like pipes that are connected to like a central little bladder Yeah. Uh, that looks to be probably filled with air. What the... Do they look British? (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, they look short. Oh my god. A familiar type of shortness? I mean, you've been around Carnelian. So, yeah, about that height. Childlike and height. Are you resisting my yanks? No, I'll never resist. (laughs) After a couple of strong pulls, your head comes free back uh, back out of the door. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'll just quickly relay as I'm being yanked out from the door um, there's tiny men inside tiny men? with little spaceship helmets do they I think we should try to talk to these we can't, we can't we can't talk to them we don't have mouths underwater can you communicate telepathically with them? oh true I still can <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> how are we talking right now? <laughs> I forgot before I know, that was the best part. <laughs> I 
just had my head through a door, okay? Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, that's she fair. has suffered a bit of concussion. Oh, that's fair. Can I attempt to connect? Sure. Do they resist? They have to be willing, otherwise I gotta. Does the tel- Does the tel- telepathy need to have a resistance? So detect thoughts. They have to. Yeah, but I don't think that the telepathy part, like the, the detect thoughts. So there's the suggestion, mm. and then there's the detect thoughts and the deeper thoughts. But when you connect with detect thoughts, which isn't a save, can't you just talk to them? That's what we made for the party I as think, a default. Because yeah. while wearing this helm, you can use an action to cast detect thought spell, which is a spell save DC thirteen. But only on the deeper thoughts. Mm. We we did establish this. Yeah. Last time, so right? I'll yeah. Pro. So I think the telekinesis just needs you to use detect thoughts, and you can get the yeah. surface thoughts. It's telepathy, not telekinesis. Sorry, telepathy. Yeah. Excuse me. So, excuse telepathy. you. <laughs> so the first thing that's going to happen is choose one of the four to. The shortest of the four. The shortest of the four? <laughs> it looks weak. You it's identify... A low rocky. <laughs> you identify the shortest of the four. Excellent. And you cast a tech thoughts. The, f- the world starts greying out. It was this sort of greeny blue of all the water that was surrounding you. And your eyes were stinging from the salt water that just rushed into them. But now... The world, which had very limited light coming in from the sunlight spell, starts to grey away into grayscale. And you tune into these thoughts, you can feel this sort of mix of emotions and and thoughts and mass and all writhing in front of you. You pick out one strand of that, and you hear thoughts such as panic, air, not much time, time, oh no, breaking, 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 and then just last minute right? Mm. So the impression you get is that this is a last ditch effort. And then you try and communicate. What do you say? As, sorry, as an axe pig. <laughs> this axe pig bursts through the door. Oh. We come in peace. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we come in peace. Sorry. It's my axe pig voice. <laughs> hey! It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> the shortest of the four uh, straightens up when the voice within its head starts to just starts to talk, and you can just see like almost this sort of shockwave as he's a little bit slightly bent over, fiddling with something on the little bladder that's beside all four of them, and it's like a shudder goes through his body as he stands up straight. What was that? What was that? It me. <laughs> Who are you? Just better. God! Sveta! Sveta, it's me! It's Ronaldo! Oh my god! <laughs> How did you find me here? A, a whale! What? <laughs> oh, we found a ghost! What? <laughs> and then you see this underwater, he's like this little notepad comes out that looks like it's been waterproofed and you can see him scratching on it. Where did you find the ghost? And then just before you can say that, there's other figures that he's with sort of pat him on the shoulder and point down to the bladder. Mm. Oh, uh, we we don't have much time. We were very much out of out of oxygen uh, when we got here. We would... Uh, uh, the crab! Oh my god, where's the crab? Did you kill the crab? No. Shit! Okay. Um, we're at the surface very, very soon. 
or we are all going to die. Oh, give us a sec. <laughs> I'll connect to the other guys. I'm like, it's Ronaldo. The halfling? Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> They're going to die soon if oh, we don't yes. help them. What well, indeed. Well, look, maybe they can come into the bubble and get some air. They can't move past the crab. Why? Why? Oh, I guess they could actually. Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here! What? Just be quiet. Swim past. Go upstairs. And you see them all turn to each other, and they seem to be making some small hand symbols. And they pick up the bladder between the four of them and start marching in unison out towards you. And you see them all look up to you, and you peer in to these clear faceplates, and you see in the shortest one the face of Ronaldo, oh. looking out, almost beaming at you. He's got this huge smile on his face. In the other, you see the faces of little kobolds peeking through the glass at you, looking very worried indeed. Do these look like familiar co- kobolds? Not that you're, no, you're okay. not familiar with them. It might be worth for the audience's sake and definitely not my sake. Who's Ronaldo? Ronaldo was the little halfling you met in East Haven that you performed a seance with. Oh, for yeah. the white lady. That's right. The tadpoles. The next day, he formed tadpoles. The <sighs> trans. Oh God, what was the acronym I used? <laughs> I'll get it. Um, the Alldale Paranormal Occult Leyline and Extraplanar Society. Correct. <laughs> cool. So he formed this paranormal society, and he made you all honorary members for as long as you want. And then he set off into Icewind Dale to find strange mysteries of paranormal origin. That was the last you saw of him. Apparently he decided to go scuba diving. Apparently so. We'll, we'll, um, I'll bodily block one of the areas so the crab can't get through one way, and I mm-hmm. guess... You mean either side of the stairs? Yeah, just so... So they can get out? Yeah, as bodyguard. Yeah, and we can just direct them to the the... Whale bubble. You can't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) They all take a bit of a double take of a giant crab cramming goat into its mouth and they start ascending the stairs. They get to the top of the stairs and you can see them point at the little boat that you saw before that looks like it's probably too broken to move. And they start swimming upwards. Don't muck around, bladder boys. Move. (laughs) He can't nearly point them towards the... Whale. Whale bubble. You see, they all look at Carnelian and they just sort of go... <laughs> just like double down, like double hand pointing at the whale behind them. So, Cal- uh, was mimicking, like, where's, where's their... Yes. Where's where's our head me? Where's your helmet? Don't Sorry. worry about me, worry about you. <laughs> they then sort of take off into the deep towards the, the whale. Appreciate Rubble. how many kobolds are in Icewind Dale. Yeah. So they would have had to run directly past my spectre on the way up. <laughs> not sure. If they went up the stairs, like that's where he's standing. Okay. Uh, what does the spectre do? He just stares at them walking past. <laughs> you. St- <laughs> all four of them slowly turn their scuba heads towards the spectre and you see all four of them in unison jump slightly <laughs> and they start swimming even faster 
<laughs> Several bubbles come loose from their helmets as they swim in a panicked fashion towards the bubble. A few bubbles come from the bottom too. <laughs> panicked farting. Panic fart. It propels them quicker. <laughs> Eventually, <Fart men. laughs> Sorry. Eventually, after a little bit of time and a little bit of panic, you see the uh, four figures enter the bubble and collapse on on the whale's head slash ship. Woden, four figures come from the boat swimming with this sort of device in between them. These short figures in... I, I guess you, Andrew, recognize them as like those deep sea diver outfits. Yeah, yeah. Woden has no idea what they are though. But they all burst into the bubble and you see them frantically taking their helmets off. So He's from a port town. He might recognize it. I don't know. That's a good point. Roll know. a na- roll a history check. Oh. oh, no. I can tell you right now, it's not going to be good. It's a five plus zero. You have no idea what they're wearing. <laughs> um, so Woden's like halfway through attempting to put um, eyeliner on for the first time from, uh, <laughs> from what, uh, what's her name? Valine's uh, little makeup box. Valine's holding a mirror up to him. He's like, no, no, no. You but need I'm going to get it in my eye. No, I, no, no. You I, have to. I'm going to poke myself in the eyes. No. This is you terrifying. Be, if you think about it that way, you will poke yourself in the eye. Just okay, okay. calm down. Okay. Calm down. Whoa, what the fuck are those guys? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are these scuba <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourselves. And he'll uh, summon his spear in his hand and like sort of gesture it towards them like a, a guard stance. Three of them looking up as they're trying to take their helmet off suddenly put their hands up with the with the spear being pointed at them and you see the shortest of the four eventually able to thud and the face of Ronaldo is sitting there. Ronaldo, what the f- what are you doing here? Hey, put, what the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> I, I can explain. Uh, put the spear down. I think you're frightening my friends. Oh, sorry. And he just dismisses it into nothing. One of them collapses as the air supply has run out, and the rest of them help him with his thing. Oh, <laughs> that panic was just enough to just turn enough over there. Use that remaining O2, and he's out. <laughs> he's out. Uh, three kobolds that are still in mostly scuba gear, with the exception of the helmet, look like they're helping the, the passed-out companion while Ronaldo stares, stands there in front of you and he's just smiling a bit. It's like, wow, fancy seeing you here of all places. Of all places, at the bottom of the ocean, on the back of a whale with a giant oxygen house, you I, found us. I know! I was looking for this f- whale for ages! I'd heard the stories, but I couldn't figure out where to go. How did you find the whale? It took us like literally three minutes and we <laughs> killed like six people in those three minutes. I don't know how you couldn't find it, what? to be honest. What? There was a bell. Anyway. Did, oh, you like ghosts. Did you see my ghost? That was yours? Yeah. I can do that now. That was... What? Oh, that is terrifying. Do you want him to come back? I'll bring him. Yes, I do. Wait, I don't know if I can do that. Can I talk to him? I don't know. No, he can't speak. <laughs> Damn it. Or unless he's just not speaking to me. He pulls out his another notepad and starts scribbling things down furiously. Again, he's only been alive for about 
15 minutes or so, I maybe 20. <laughs> You're so fucking <laughs> Well, one thing's for sure. Uh, one of my companions needs a bit of a better education in research. We could have found this earlier? Oh, this is Valine. Oh, hey! I'm Ronaldo, and he throws open a card that has the tadpoles on it. We'll explain later, Valine. Oh, fantastic. We're tadpoles. And she takes it between two fingers and places it on the whale next to her. Um, where is... Are you guys here as well? <laughs> no. What, where Can are the others? Are they... <laughs> we lost Jen. We lost her. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> no, I'm not. So, uh, where are the others, Ronaldo? The others? Oh, um, they stayed on the ship. Um, I don't know why. They told us to get here as soon as possible, which... To be fair, we were running out of air, so it's very, very lucky that you had a giant supply of oxygen right here. Yeah, crazy. That, that chap there looks like he needs it more than most. I think he'll be okay. He'll be he'll be okay, right? 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 No? No? Need to... Okay, we'll get them. Okay, this... I think there's a hospital in East... Oh, no, we're too far away. Bremen, Bremen. I'm sure there's a hospital in Bremen. I walk over and put my hand on his little kobold chest and cast Lesser Restoration on him. You hear uh, after you cast... How does it look when you cast Lesser Restoration? Sorry. Uh, it's just kind of like out from my hand. You know how when you put your hand on, over the end of a torch and mm. it, like, it lights up your hand? It's kind of like that, but like a white light and it sort of just like radiates out a little bit from underneath his hand. You cast your spell and the light dissipates on the little kobold's chest. And then you hear after half a second or so. And he settles back down. It seems that his breathing is a bit more regular now. There we go. Saved his life. You're welcome. I can't thank you enough. You saved all of our lives. I think we would be quite dead if you weren't, if you hadn't come along. Did you find the treasure in there? Horatio said there was some sort of treasure. Keep that part down. I'm not an expedition of the wooden ship and everything. If they find out there's treasure, they'll want to go back. These kobolds? Yeah. Oh, they don't know? How did you get them to the bottom? What do they think they're doing down here? They are the first members of the tadpoles. They joined... A little while ago, I did have to give up some gold, but they have been proven quite capable companions and very interested in the paranormal. But I'm worried that if they hear there's a treasure on board, they might ditch me. They are quite greedy, those little kobolds. That, no, that... When we were under there, they kind of blamed me for the predicament we were in. I probably would have as well. That's neither here nor there. We got around okay, all right? All right. I'll, I'll cover for you. Thank you, Logan. did you hear that? <laughs> we're covering. Oh, a wonderful subterfuge. You're a wizard. You're very tricksy. I've been told, yes. Anyway, um... 
<clears throat> do we need to get back down there, or what do we... Well, uh, some of the equipment was damaged on the descent. We hit the deck relatively hard. I wasn't expecting the rudder to stop working. Um, and then when we decided to explore a bit, plenty of air, and we would just swim to the surface with our emergency life raft. Unfortunately, it appears that a giant crab has made the lower decks its home. Uh, and when we were exploring, we woke it up. There was a mad scuttle for the door. Uh, but, <clears throat> well, it was originally filled with seawater. There are all these barrels and, well, they all contain air. Quite a lot of it. It was amazing. It filled up the room. And then there was no more. And then the crab realized we were there just a little while ago. And it started being on the door and we started losing oxygen again. Well, I can't apparently communicate with my, my ghost right now, so maybe you can just tell them that he was what you came here to see. Woden, Woden, you're a genius. I know. I've been telling everyone that they <laughs> He spins around and says, Did you see it? The specter of the Dark Duchess was right there in front of us. And the three heads sort of like all perk up and they're like, Ooh. Yes. Hundreds of years ago, a pitched naval battle between two rival factions in the Sea of Moving Ice. And it all came to a head when the captain of the Dark Duchess rammed the other commander's ship. Unfortunately, and this goes into this long tale about the Dark Duchess. Back on the ship. The crab still seems to be fairly content in the corner eating its little goat legs. Hey! Hey! You see the treasure? I don't know. Okay, let's get in this. Let's get in there quick before he finishes eating your disgusting goat legs. <laughs> well, alright, you go in. Okay. I'll stand guard. Okay. I got the big body. You do have a big body. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Snake. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm in. The D. What's that doing here? I'm going to get into this hind now. <laughs> so Horatio, I assume that you pick up um, the sliver of daylight and yeah. move into the room. Yeah, so just far enough sufficient to illuminate the whole room clearly. I'm just gonna move you in so you can see. Ignore the. Oh no, they're not on the map. That's cool. It's well. like a giant dodo with a big ass boot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That that is what it is. Yeah. Basically. It's actually pretty jacked. Like it, it's, it's almost like a chocobo. If the fourteen has axe bigs. I thought they were familiar. They make that weird ass generic uh, like dragon roar sort of sound. Yeah. Hey Cal. Do the roar. I cannot. It's very high pitched and very strange. This room seems to be filled with broken barrels and other things that were look like they were contained long ago in some sort of wooden crates or bundled together with, with some sort of tarp and twine. 
Looks like that some of it's been rotten through, and recently some of the barrels have been smashed all together. Residual magic let, uh, lends itself to feeling like these barrels maybe contain some sort of spell in them that is now dissipated. Uh, how long did the detect stuff last? Detect stuff last. Um. But if he casts a spell, if it's and it's concentration, it oh. will be gone, right? Yeah. Well, the thing about that, think about locate object. Huh? It like ten lasts ten minutes. Cool. All right, so that's okay. So you're looking around this room, holding the the light above your head. Your locate object spell is unfortunately no longer in effect. The last thing you felt was this location in front of you, somewhere in here. Okay. Do I see the the treasure chest? Because I have to have an idea in my head of what it looks like in order to locate it. You have the idea of a generic treasure chest in your head, but Mm. you don't see anything at the moment. Mm. Sveta, we might need some assistance here to try and find this chest. Are you able to help? Sure! (laughs) Do you... Do you want me to be a human again? Oh. You you do you. Not an axe beak? You do you. Uh, she'll just ask as the axe beak, um, just recast! <laughs> just re what? Recast! Your object spell! But I need, it's got a verbal component. I oh. can't talk underwater. Okay. I'll I come in. Fly, I could, I mean, I could float back out, but I mean, I've got a pretty good idea of what it looks like. I just can't see it just yet. I think it's in here somewhere. I just might need some help to find it. Here I come! Um, (laughs) I'm so heavy I just walk along the ground I'm in You're also in What do you guys want to do? I will describe to the best of my ability The appearance of the chest that I was looking for in my head Mm -hmm. um, And then we'll try to look for it Fortunately with a telepathic link You can basically make an image in your mind It's better we'll see it You begin searching? Yeah Perception checks. Or investigation. Okay. I couldn't shift it when I was... No? Yes, you can. I can shift us yeah. when I'm in the beast form, because that was what we established. I know you can shift before the... No, yeah, I think we did establish you can shift afterwards. I am one, almost certain that you can use racial abilities while you yes. want yes. to Yes, we, we did establish that, yeah. Okay. 16 on the investigate. 16 on investigation. So I'm going to shift, so I'll be like an extra fluffy... Yeah. Speak. Wow. Some kind of hybrid. Nineteen. Between the two of you, you start searching this hole. While you don't find the chest itself, between the investigation and the perception, you move some debris aside, and when you do, Sveta, you see something a little bit strange, and you point it out to Horatio, who then comes to investigate. Revealing some scratch marks in this location. Looks like something heavy has been dragged across this area a number of times. Where do the um, drag marks lead? It looks like just something's been shifted in the same place, maybe to and from. Right. Whatever it was is gone by now, but there's a very distinct set of marks, like side to side. Does it look like the boards that have the drag marks can be removed? Oh. I mean, yeah, I mean, any boards can be removed. I slam my head down to crack it open. <laughs> Slamming your head down on where the drag marks are does eventually open a small hole underneath the floor. And in that hole, there is a chest. You pull out a chest. 
roughly the description that you were looking for before. Got it! Amazing work, Sweater. Nice use of the head. Thanks. <laughs> Let's open it. Well, what? why do... Mm, hang on, Carnelian. No, you're not here. Sweater, <laughs> <laughs> should we maybe take it back to the bubble? What do you reckon? With time's pretty short here. We've got that crab. Yeah, what if everything floats out of it? Is, is, is that a case for bringing it to the bubble? Well, if if it's like uh, fine silks or something, it'll just like flow away. If we if we bring it onto the ship, it's got gravity. And yeah, because the bubble. Yeah, yeah. the bubble. Yeah, let's take it back to the bubble, quick, quick. So you both ascend the stairs. Uh, I'm going to say, unless you somehow strap it to Sveta, you're going to have to be carrying this ratio, and it's yep. quite difficult to maneuver. It's very awkward and bulky. I might need. Uh, you're a shifter, isn't that your species? Yes. I might need shifter sweater back for this. It's what? heavy, unless you can somehow pick it up. Have you got a rope? Uh, probably. I mean, you know, time is of the essence. I could probably tie it to you if you think that's a good idea. It doesn't have to go far. If you're a quick knotter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a known knotter, but I can give it a shot. I'm sure I have rope in here somewhere. One of these adventurous packs. Yeah, Stay everyone's yeah. got rope. Yeah. yeah, everyone's got rope. I'm going to use some of my rope to try and affix the chest to the back of the uh, beak sweater. Roll a survival check. Uh, 14. 14. Okay. Carnelian, um, you see a axe beak and Horatio ascend from the stairs, and uh, Horatio's tying what looks to be a treasure chest to the axe beak. What do you do? Uh, I'm not going to question where I got the axe beak from. Okay. <laughs> probably a good call when you've got a druid in the party, yep. The crab hasn't moved. Not yet. Looks right. like he's still nobbing on a... Then like, I'll start to like, make my way back around the... Okay. You're now all together, and you start heading towards the... The... The bottom Alright. The speaker follows you because he's protecting you. He's fed up. Yes. Can I... Can I ride you back to the bubble? <laughs> I've never ridden an axe beak before. Okay. Thanks. And then I'll <laughs> jump on the back. You float <laughs> onto the back. Because there's not that much weight no, on the water. I'm sort of half just swimming yeah. above you as well. This is like your arms around the neck and just legs yeah. going away. Dragging back, yeah. <laughs> and you start swimming the gap between the ship and Angachuk. Wrong roll perception check, including Woden. <gasps> Drama! There's always a bigger thing. 14. Oh. 19. 13. 8. You're all swimming towards Angajok, and after the first, say, 10 feet or so, Carnelian catches the slightest bit of movement off to the edge of the light and you sort of catch it again and again until eventually you make out the silhouette of some large creature that is circling all of you and suddenly this two-headed shark turns and charges at you mouths open ready to bite down on all three of you Roll for initiative next week no. on oh Reflex God. Save. Oh, no. <laughs> Two-headed. Two-headed oh, shark. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. I thought I'd seen it all fucking...
My favorite thing about that whole thing was Andy going, I'm texting Julia to let her know I'm playing d and I'm like, doesn't she already know that that's basically what happens on Wednesday? Or have you been telling her something else? <laughs> like, we're going bowling. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we're going bowling. None of that <laughs> nerd like, shit. Yeah, me and the boys are hitting the pub again. Don't ask questions. <laughs> and then she just hears, is that dice rolling in the background? <laughs> I gotta go, boy! No, I'm on the pokies. <laughs> it's game night. <laughs> Have you been looking for a break from the drudgery of the real world? What if the future wasn't so bleak? What if someone was to save us all? How would that look? I must know, does your microwave can't go ding when it's done shooting? Well, you're in luck, because Cybertopia is a rules-like TTRPG actual play that explores just such a reality. We've got this disco ball, which is pretty cool. We've got these two drones flying around in here, uh, dodging me out of the smoke. Check us out on your podcast app of choice, and here are rolling cast of 16 fantastic players take on weird and wild missions that the corporate overlords need taken care of for totally altruistic and benevolent reasons. Okay, this time it's serious. I would like to turn my uh, hacking hat backwards. <laughs>